たちを本当の自分自身でやった Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a Common Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this episode, we watched episodes 37 and 38 of Common Rider Ryuki,、uh, which are entitled Sleep is Awakening and Targeted UA. I feel like the episode title's a little bit behind on the Targeted UA thing. They've been trying to murder her for like three episodes now. They have been trying to murder her for like two, three episodes now. That is true. But this is the time it's like the actual focus of the episode. Yeah, Shinji figures out what is happening instead of just being oblivious. Yeah, re- realizing that someone's actually attempting to kill her other than, oh man, it sure is weird how you fell in <laughs> front of that car. <gasps> yeah. Man, all these、uh, attempted murders sure are a strange coincidence. Oh well, not gonna worry about that. Exactly. So, of course, as per normal, you start off with a recap of last time where、um, Yue got pulled into Mirror World. That's, that's a conflict that happened. Yeah, she got eaten by a car. Yeah. There is a new and now my favorite writer, not writer design in the show that shows up. I actually really like this design, yeah. I think he's really cool looking. Yeah.、Um, the suit is great. They're、It's- technically not writers, they're just called alternative. Which, like, it's the writer okay, alternative. Yeah. It doesn't use writer, though, in the wiki, and、uh, it's a weird thing. I know. It, it, it's, it's not a writer. It's a writer alternative. Alternative. I mean, I guess by the rules of the setting, like, there can only be 13 common writers. And if this guy's one of the 13, I guess he's not a common writer. But... Yes.、Um, but it's a dope design. There's. A lot to it. It reminds me of a lot of some Fize designs.、Um, it looks like it has like a Kaiza helmet from Fize and has some、um, uh, Ride Trooper energy in it from. Is Fize Ride Trooper? Because Kabuto also had a generic design too. He's also got a sword that's like made out of hexagons with spikes coming off of it. it almost, yeah. It, it looks more insectoid. Than common, a lot of common writers in the show do. Yeah, it looks like an insect tail, was, I thought, what they were going for. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's got a. Like, it just seems to like, pull from like, a lot of other shows' designs. Like, the way like, the card is scanned with the barcode is a very blade thing. Yeah, and it, it, it doesn't like,、uh, just read cards. Like, it eats cards. Like, he has a, an arm. Like, it's an e reader that he. It, he puts the card into it to read it and it burns it instead of like just reading it. Yeah.、Um, and to correct myself, Zact Troopers are the mooks in、um, Kabuto and the, the Riot Troopers are from Fice. I have、yeah. corrected myself. Yeah. I love this design. This design is dope.、Um, I want to see more of it. Um, but, but he's evil, so that's kind of <laughs> not super good. Yeah, he's probably going to get beaten or killed. Do- Wait, does he die at the end of 38? I'm There is a hundred percent an alternative that dies next episode. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought I remembered. So there's that.、Um, there is a scuffle there, and、um, it resolves, and UA is not killed. The the two guys, like, then we show, like, the trio of scientist people. They meet up with each other for that.、Um, it's pretty easy to put together that one of them is said writer or well, alternative. One of them is the alternate one. Is... There, a lot goes on with, like, who's who. Which、yeah, they're, they're playing, is... like, a little game here where we know one of them. We know, like, one of them is Tiger, and, like, then. We know that this guy is, has to be one of the other two. Right. And, like, they, they make one of them act super creepy, so it seems like it's definitely that guy, but then the, the reveal is that it's the other guy. Yeah. Right.、Um, Yue is saved, and she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's fine.、Uh, they were after me because my brother's kind of the worst, I assume. 
Um, and then we kind of leave that to go do some like cat scans on Aerie, uh, where the doctors are just like, "Ah, oh, man, fucking comas." It is kind of funny how like everyone in the setting hates Shiro now. They're all convinced that Shiro is like the fucking worst. I mean, he kind of is. He kind of is. Yeah, he was a bad guy. Um, so there's airy stuff. We don't actually get to like hear exactly what happens. It cuts, so you can just assume that it's nothing good. It's like I'm get I'm getting more and more the feeling that everything that's happened to Airy is possibly Shiro's fault. Yeah. It could be. Um they're like, we have no we don't know why she went into the coma. We don't know why she woke back up. Yeah. I also, so notably, last Ryuki episode, which may or may not be cut in at this point right here, I did say that I would be angry if um, they brought Aerie back just to put her in a coma again. They definitely put that possibility on the table, yeah. Um, But, well, they kind of do, and, like, I don't super hate it, so om nom nom, I'm eating my words. Yeah, I, I definitely kind of felt the same way. It was like it, it keeps the drama in play, but you know, I definitely hope that they keep her around as a character at least. Yeah, who knows? But um, so if they do it, I won't be as upset as I thought I would be. They they do an okay job with it. I feel like Rin's character has been stuck in place for a lot of the middle part of Ryuki, and like this him having Eri to bounce off of is a good development for him. It makes him seem more, like, alive and interesting and dynamic again. I think, like, the end of it and kind of what they try to play with it kind of pushes it forward. Yeah. They're trying to push it forward, yeah, but it's... He gets a person to bounce off of, but then kind of immediately rejects it again. Right. Which has... Yeah. He's already... That's... He's already gone through that character arc. Yeah, it's true. Any anytime he like gets close to someone, he's like, "I don't love you, actually," because I'm a dark Batman, dude. I mean, to be fair, Shinji's character art is a repeated of like, "I'm gonna save everybody," in just different ways. <laughs> um, I mean, that's it's mostly worked so far. He hasn't killed anyone yet, has he? No, he has not killed anybody yet. Which, like, cool. We've cleared the low bar. <laughs> Done zero murders. Zero murders. Um, so, yep. So they they do some cat scans on Aerie, and then Aerie drops the drops the time bomb of that this shit's been going on for a year. Um. And then she talks with Ren, and she's like, Ren, you're lying to me. Tell me what's going on. And Ren's like, nope. Okay, thanks. Bye. No, I, I will continue to make you worry by saying nothing. Which, like, what what they're trying absurd. what they're trying to do is, like, Ren does not want to bring Aerie into all of this because he's he killed a man at this point, right? Did he kill someone? I don't remember yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, he's, he's killed a person. Okay, he's well, he killed thinks, a person. He still thinks he killed Shiro. Oh yeah, that's oh, that's the person right. that he killed. So he or, technically didn't I kill mean, anybody. I don't know. I think he think he's he killed Shiro when he killed Phoenix or Odin, <laughs> who isn't actually dead. Yeah, yeah. He didn't die, and also it sort of isn't Shiro, but you know, it's maybe not Shiro, but it maybe is. Weird. Yeah, so there's that, and he's like, I don't want to bring you into this, because, like, that's something that I did, and I'm going to own up to that, but Ari doesn't want that to happen. She just wants to spend time with her guy. Yeah, and then um, Shinji and Yue come to visit, and Ren is like, hey, Yue, um, Ari is now your responsibility to watch over. I'm leaving. Bye. Fucking goddammit. And then, like, Shinji tries, Shinji does try to stop him, but Ren's like, dude, like, like, we still have to fight. You know that, right? Like, contract monsters, fighting, eating people, you know? Yeah, even if- I'm not done trying to kill you. 
Well, no, I don't think he's necessarily trying to kill Shinji right now, actively. And he's not not going to try to kill him. Uh, well, I mean, he's not actively trying. I think it's more just, like, the contract monster stuff is why yeah, he still has to fight. To keep, you have to keep your contract monster fed or else they'll try and devour you. Mm-hmm. Um... But then Shinji's like, oh man, what if we just close the mirror world, though? Wouldn't that be a sweet resolution? Um, And then he gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, fair, considering he's basically been skiving off work for who knows how long. Um, But then he doesn't get fired, so it's fine. But either way, it's still a pretty, it's a really good scene where... Like, he goes, and he's and Shinji's, like, contemplating, like, telling his boss about the whole writer stuff. And then, you know, his boss is like, look, I know you. I understand. Like, if you can't tell me, I know it's something serious. You're not actually fired. But, like, <laughs> do, like, attempt to do your job at some points, and you're taking a pay cut? He's like, yeah, you have to understand... I I I'll, I accept what's going on with you, but you, it doesn't look good if I just have you sit there and have no punishment for basically not being at work at all. Yeah. I, I mean, it's mostly supposed to be a comedic scene, not a dramatic one. I don't know. I think, like, this, that part in particular is kind of like a more dramatic part, and it definitely, like, hints at the relationship that those two have had because it's been implied the entire show that they've been like friends for for a long time it's, I, I think it's it's both like it's obviously shot as kind of an amusing scene and oh haha we play around a bit but it yeah it's marking especially that these two have a very close relationship that we don't really have all the information about yet and his boss is willing to you know have his back pretty much no matter what yeah yeah like they play the the tense music up until he's like look i'm not actually gonna fire you then he's like okay but i am gonna cut your pay as an example to the other new employee though i i I hope that like um breiko and shinji's boss do find out though i want this resolution in this show that would be nice that would be cool yeah because, like, I, I just want to see what happens with that. Um, so then um, there is um, Chekhov's um, part-time worker um, sign that goes up in Auntie's Cafe. <laughs> Which will be important later. Yep, that, that's why it's Chekhov's. Um, Reiko goes to see uh, Kidaoka to ask about Takeshi and, you know, just kind of showing that, like, she is, she's catching on to the mirror things and she asks, you know, lawyer about the mirror things and, like, why did you tell the police to do that? That seems weird. And then uh, Kid Oka tries to play it off, um, which doesn't work, like, super well. Um, and then he kind of just, like, turns back around and like, well, if you want to research mirror stuff, I'll research mirror stuff with you. So, then they go to research mere stuff. Right. I I mean, I guess his plan here is to, like, subtly direct her away from what's actually happening? Maybe? He's... I, I, I get the feeling he's, like... Yeah, he's trying to... Trying to give her information and, you know, keep the thing of, oh, maybe someday in the future I'll be able to... Oh, okay. Ooh, he does lady. still plan on getting with her. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like a thing of, oh, I'll, I'll give her enough to keep her interested. More or less. Um, Shinji goes to the scientist people and he's like, hey, how how you turn off that mirror world and shit? You saved me. That was cool. Um, but like, mirror world shit. And then all three of them pull out a tiger deck. And Shinji's like, what? And then they're like, well, you're obviously an idiot if you can't figure that out. And then they <laughs> forcefully remove him. Yeah, they're... They are so very odd antagonistic. For seemingly very little reason. 
I mean, you could maybe construe that they're just super guarded because they worked with Shiro in the past. Yeah, I. That's possible. It just you feels. Know, and they just think Shinji's an idiot. Well, but we know that, like, the head guy is working with Shiro still. No, I, I don't think he is. Like, well, he's... then why has he been talking to Odin in the mirrors? Because he's. Because this guy has, like, a superiority complex and is this entire thing of, like, oh, yeah, you gotta be seen as a hero. And so he's trying to taunt Odin. It's like, he's, he's just doing the villain thing of taunting of, oh, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna be able to defeat you and there's nothing you can do. Ooh, boy. Yeah, it's more like the, you can't find me, I'm gonna shut down your mirror world. Okay, that's super weird. This character is bizarre. A little bit. Um, and then we cut to um, Kitaoka trying real hard to get um, Reiko out on a date, and she is having absolutely none of it. And um, tells him he wants to, she wants to go see Takeshi. Remember him? He's still around. He is. What his deck just got? It's confiscated. Still oh, at this point. Right. He just doesn't have it. Yeah. So that's not looking like super good for him, probably. Probably not, no. I mean, the monster's probably just running around eating people. Like, I don't think it'll come after him unless it breaks. Possibly. Um, so after that, we go back to Eri, who, Eri, who is thinking on what Ren said at the hospital and knowing, you know, he's lying. And that, which, you know, that's kind of his thing. So then she, like, goes to find him. And leave the hospital to, you know, track him down. But she's still, like, super weak, so that's not going the best for her. She's, like, falling over and having to, like, pull herself up on anything that's nearby. Yeah, she, she's she got muscle atrophy from being in a coma. Yeah. Yeah, if you're in a coma for a year, that seems like a reasonable thing that happens. I'm, yeah, that that's a real thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna say otherwise. Shinji is continuing to be on the seal the mirror world uh, thing, uh, but, you know, it requires a heroic mindset. And, yeah. um, you know, if there's ten people and one people, uh, who do you save? And this is, this is like, the theme of uh, these episodes. And the answer is you save eleven. The true hero saves eleven. Which, this, like, definitely makes me wonder if this was a thing that, like, was in a popular novel at the time or something. Because Fate Zero, which was written right around the same time, has literally the exact same example of, like, a conflict that a hero would have. Yeah, is it's, you know, the whole, are you willing to sacrifice the one for the many mindset is... Pretty stereotypical hero thing, a hero question to ask. Yeah, but it's... right. I don't know. Just the fact that in two thousand three, two thousand four, J- Japanese pop culture was extremely concerned about pragmatism versus idealism, and like heroism, just seems extremely like that can't possibly be a coincidence. I'm assuming. Possibly. It is interesting that, like, it's clearly played off for, like, evil, too. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty evil. That's true. Um, and then at this point, um, UA calls Shinji and is like, hey, Eri's gone. Also, she could lapse, lapse back into a coma at any time. That's a problem. That'd be pretty bad. Yep. Yeah. Just falling into a coma when you're walking down the street would probably not go well. Yep. Um, however, Aria does not fall into a coma, but a mirror monster is after her. But Darkwing stops that. And she can see Darkwing, which, like, I don't know if that's, like, supposed to be special. It might be special. Um, but then Darkwing tries to eat her or something for a second? Yeah, because Darkwing is the one that put Aria in the coma originally, and then Ren formed the contract with it. So... so- Possibly Aria is still marked by um, Darkwing, kind of like how Shinji was marked by the dragon and then he formed the contract with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So I think that checks out. 
Um, I've totally forgot that they had, like, a thing early on in the show about, like, after they get your scent, they don't stop coming after you. But, yeah, they totally introduced that early on. They did? Yep. Um, so then Bren uh, shows up to save his fiance, wife lady. Um, there's two monsters there. Um, Shinji shows up. Uh, they both go in to survive and have a fight. Um, both of their final vents use the bikes, and it's very, very dumb and very, very silly. Oh my god. Shinji's bike dragon is I love amazing. these bikes. You, these are... They're the best. I'm not saying it's bad. Because, like, okay, so the dragon flies in, and then it looks like it gets pregnant for a minute. And then, like, a wheel comes out of its chest as it morphs into a motorcycle. Um, the, also, the, the dragon motorcycle is, like, a real prop instead of just a CGI prop. Uh, which, I mean, I think the... Isn't Knight's motorcycle always been CGI? I don't think that's been a real prop yet. I... Unsure. But the dragon one is definitely, like, someone actually modeled it. And it's pretty amazing, honestly. It's a choice. I'm pretty into it. I I adore it. I I, I think it looks... It's it's like it's, uh it's the Gorum. It's better than the Trong bike. Yeah, the, the remember the Gorum from uh I remember from, the Gorum. I remember Kuga. our best friend Gorum. But this is like so much better than that. It's what? like mm, I don't think it's better than Gorum. The, it's got like flavor and look it's got like, I don't know. It's just they, just they just put a dragon on it. Yeah, it looks like a dragon sitting on top of a motorcycle that's going to fucking kill you. It's great. <laughs> It's it's pretty good. Uh, so so they beat the monsters. Um, Ren starts to fade in the mirror world, but Shinji doesn't. Um, I don't know if that means anything. I just noted it because it seemed weird. Just that would just say to me that he's been in there longer. Yeah, we don't uh, really know what the mirror fading thing means. Like it's happened so much, but like they haven't said like what it means yet. I mean, it's still just a. Uh... Hey, we've got this area, or it's you can. It's, a, it's still just a time limit. Possibly, it's a really inconsistent time limit, though. Yeah, it it reminds me of uh, early on in Spider-Man comics when him ha- like he would just run out of web as just a way to escalate the tension. Man, when is the last time Spider-Man has run out of web? Well, not very often since they. <laughs> like they gave him the organic web in the movies and they just well, decided no. to stop having that be a thing for a while whoa, whoa. The, the first Spider-Man trilogy is the only one where he had organic web the rest of them have been web shooters that's true but they're like super high tech in the most recent ones I, oh. is it? I mean yeah well Tony Stark made them so yes I mean but like the formula like he Oh, no, wait, no, it's not. Yeah, now I remember. He made the web shooters himself. The rest of the suit was from yeah. Tony. Yeah, and then, like, that suit goes away, and then, like, he makes a new new suit in Far From Home. But even then, like, it's still, like, the web shooters still, like, used, like, his formula or whatever. I mean, they had all the little the little gadgets in the game, which, like, you had a limited use of your, your gadgets, which I thought worked pretty well. But, yeah. Like, yeah. That, that was fun. Yeah. I'm just saying that they don't really use that as a thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, that's that's why. It's like a cheap way to create extra drama that you don't necessarily need. Yeah. Uh, well, we can all agree that web shooters are better than organic webbing. And they yeah. are cooler, yeah. I mean, I don't... I Like, I was mad about it when I was eight or whatever and that movie came out, but I'm not mad about it anymore. I just, you know, web shooters are cool. Web shooters are cool. Um, anyway, uh, Ren and Ari talk, and Ari's like, this is my fault. And Ren's like, nope, I totally chose to do this of my own accord. Definitely not your fault. And then Ari passes out. 
And not really convincing, since he's contracted to the monster that nearly ate her, but, you know. Right, but he chose to do that? It was his decision to do that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just... I'm not saying it's good, nor is it really, like, that much of a difference between the two ways that could happen. But the show thinks so. Yeah, I don't know. And then, at the very end of the episode... One of the scientist guy comes in and gets the job at the cafe. The smiley one. Who hasn't been around as long as the other guy. Yeah, the other guy, like, that was the one that, like, UA tracked down and all that. Um, So then we move on to the next episode. Where um, recaps happen again. Shock, surprise, awe. They show the, the awesome dragon motorcycle again. I did. I did want to say at this point, I realized that the Gorum was probably supposed to be a golem, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god! How did I never, never pick up on that?" We're just gonna uh, put that to the side right now. I, I don't want. I don't want to think about this right now. <laughs> what? That we watched through a whole show and missed like a super obvious fun? We will come to terms with that later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, Ere is back at the hospital, um, and she isn't happy about Ren fighting and all that, which, like, fair. Yeah, the idea is like, oh, he's had to go through so much hardship and terror Um, because I fucked up. He's been kind of a dick about it, though. I don't know. And then, um, we're back at the cafe where Shinji runs into the new hire. And shows that these scientists are bad because they did not know Shinji frequents the cafe. They don't... I was super confused that they didn't already know that. I assumed they were stalking him. I mean, I got the feeling they thought of him like, oh, he's just this dumb idiot, we don't need to worry about him. Even if he's a writer, we'll just deal with him. I mean, they're definitely following Yue around, so... Or Yui. So, like, they're definitely following her around, so how would they not have noticed that Shinji's with her all the time? Yeah. Because they're just not good at their jobs? Because yeah, they're I scientists, so. not professional. <laughs> yeah, so this guy's name is Sato. I actually looked it up, because he's not dead yet. Um, And Shinji's just like, hey, 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 how about that Mirror World stuff? Hey, hey, what about those three decks? Hey, hey. And Sato's like, nope, not not doing this. Not answering your questions. Also, by the way, Ren sucks and he isn't a hero. He uh, he only fights for himself. He's selfish. And, uh, I think you know, we knew that already. But, you know. Yeah, I'm like, it, you, you say that and it's like, well, yeah, he's not particularly... He's never been... He's never obfuscated that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and then we get to see... Sato oh, yeah. suck up to Auntie, and Shinji notices that he's staring at UA, and he's like, hmm, this seems off. Also, there's there's the fun bit where, okay, you're doing it for yourself. Um, It could technically be argued that every single action you take, no matter what, for no matter what reason, is a selfish reason, because you do it to make yourself feel good. Now, I'm not saying that is correct, but that is a philosophical art thought. Uh, yeah, th- there's is- an argument in Evo Psych that there's no such thing as altruism because it, like, benefits, like, even altruistic actions benefit the doer in some way. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with that, but, you know, it has, it's potentially true. You know, it's one of those things that might be true. Possibly. But yeah, it's just a super weird argument to make when you're like, your motivations aren't pure enough to use magic common writer powers. I mean, it's it's like the scientists' whole thing. That's their bit. Don't take their bit away from them. <laughs> I mean, their motivations seem extremely unclear and vague, so I'm not really sure why they get to yell at everyone else about it, but... Uh, I think their motivation is to just, like, uh, be a jerk to Shiro. <laughs> be annoying and mysterious. Um, IT Lady and Megumi are trying to one-up each other, I guess, at the Ori Journal. 
and they take a call from lawyer who's trying to get to Reiko, and they keep talking about how fun karaoke was and how they should do that again. Karaoke's good. If if you say so. I've never done it. Yeah. I've only ever done it as part of playing rock band with a group once. And I was very bad at it. <laughs> I have no opinions on that. I think, like, the point of karaoke is to be bad at it, so... Yeah, it's, it's meant to just, you know, do the human thing of singing, which is just a natural human thing to do. Yeah, but now it's just, That's like, true. people in a confined room together? That's not good. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And if you're going to relate it to, like, real current life, which... So there's that, and then Shinji's finally like, wait a second. What if they're targeting... What if these people are targeting UA? And he did it. He's so smart. Figured it out, finally. He figured it out. It only took him, what, three murder attempts? Yeah, I think the fourth one, because when he has this realization... Um, we get to see that dope alternative again, and Shinji gets to come in and save Yue at the last second. Because it's good. Yep, and it. then that's where we get to see, like, where he scans the sword card into the device, and then it, like, turns into blue fire. And it's super dope and cool. Yeah. I, so, I don't think we mentioned this guy's primary color is, like, black with gold accents. It's kind very of, good. It's, like, dull gold, but still, it looks pretty, pretty amazing, honestly. Yeah. But, like, right before the fight starts to, like, move on, that guy starts to disappear, so then he nopes out. And then Shinji also nopes out and catches up with Sato, who I think Shinji thinks is alternative at that time. And then Sato's like, you know, if we just get rid of Yue, we could just be done with this. The professor figured it out. Yeah, this this entire thing of you have this professor who is implanting this almost fanaticism into the people that's working under him. It's not great. That and just like planting the idea of being heroes or whatever. And like both of them each start to question it in different ways. So like this is kind of like the start of Sato questioning it. Yeah. But he does go to explain like, you know, it's a small sacrifice. Just one UA for all the problems the mere world could cause. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, and of course, uh, Shiro's like, well, murder's still bad, though. Or Shinji's like, murder's still bad, though. That's true. Um, and then, so, Eri wakes up to see Yue with some flowers. Ren is doing Ren stuff, and then gets distracted by some mirror sounds. Um, the professor is then yelling at Sato back at the lab about telling Shinji too much. Sleepy. And then... Why'd you go out there and say anything to him at all? That's just going to make our job harder. Right. Sato's just like, well, he seemed like he was wavering on it, and so uh, he might come over to our side. Which, to be fair, Shinji does seem to have a habit, or a character trait at least, of when he is presented with a moral quandary that challenges the good boy hero mindset he's developed. It usually shakes him pretty badly, but so far he's always landed back on, no, I was right, though. Yeah. It also happens an awful lot. It does. Well, Uh everyone who's like, are you sure you should be doing this, usually immediately commits a murder or two, and he's like, well, okay, they're probably wrong then. I mean, that's true. (laughs) Um, so then that third guy, um... Hajime, whose name I did not have to look up totally. Of course not. Um, he's like, well, I don't, I'm not doing this to be a hero. I'm just doing this to get revenge against Shiro. Um, Shiro. And the professor's like, no, 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 no. That, no, we're doing this to be heroes. Heroes. You get that revenge shit out of here. Which, uh, like, man, tenure requirements were high back in 2003. <laughs> you don't don't you think the professor would have known when he brought in that guy that revenge well, they, was I think his they were both motivator? Uh, they were both on part of like Shiro's research team so they've just like been together this whole time. Huh. All right. 
Because I, Hajime is the one person that Yue tracked down at like the way beginning of the show as the sole survivor from the lab. Right, but obviously, like, he wasn't the only survivor if this professor guy is still alive. Yeah. Which, uh, the fact that the professor has, like, the weird expressionless, like, he just has weirdly flat emotions that makes me wonder if he is also a mirror person. Maybe? Who knows? Um, Entirely possible. Shinji goes like, nope, uh, we're not killing Yue. And then Yue calls with bad news about Eri. And then Eri goes to talk to Ren about it. And then we get to see some flashbacks with Ren and Eri at like a beach and stuff. Um, And then Ren kills a mirror dude. That's pretty cool. Um, and then Shinji catches up with Ren and is like, hey, Eri's going back into a coma. And Ren's like, yep, I know. And, and it's then, good, because then she won't have to look at me being mean. Yeah, and Shinji's like, well, you should you should go see her. And Ren's like, no, I have to keep her alive. Keeping her alive is more important than me being nice to her right now. Which, uh... Okay, but, like, I mean, literally could just go say hi. I mean, he's not entirely wrong. And he could go say hi, but, like, the way he is processing it is, like, his priority is, like, save Aerie, don't tell Aerie that he's saving Aerie with all his free time. He's stuck in twite the conundrum. Just a bit. Which, like, fine show, fine. You you did a not, you did a not awful thing. I won't be mad if Aerie goes back into a coma. And that's now Ren's new logic for things. Fine. It's good. Just, I kind of wish they'd do something different with Ren's storyline. Yeah. Hey, we'll make you question, are, are you a good person, Ren? Yes. Okay, but are you, though? I mean, I don't know if he is. He's kind of a jerk. Well, yeah, he's a jerk. But I definitely got the feeling he's like falls on the side of, he's, he's pretty alright. Yeah, I mean, generally. He hasn't done any murders yet. I mean, he thinks he murdered, though. Right, he he does. Um, We contemplate about saving one versus the many, which um, still, the correct answer is all. You save them all. Sorry, I was trying to think of, like, a Kobashi Kobashi Maru joke there, but, um, didn't didn't come to a conclusion there. You you just deny the context of the test. Yeah. Yeah, there was like someone was someone just like blew up the ship as their answer, right? Um, did that happen? I yeah, mean... I think I think it happened in a novel. Garrett is referencing one of the older Star Trek novels, simply titled "The Kobayashi Maru," which was a short story collection of how various original series officers handled the test in their own Starfleet Academy days. Uh, Chekhov is the one who destroyed his ship trying to take out the Klingons with him. He was chastened because the warp core explosion also, since it was a no-win scenario, destroyed the life pods he sent out before using the suicide maneuver. For the record, the other two in the book were that Sulu refused to conduct a rescue operation because of the fact that it would create a diplomatic crisis, and this caused the members of his crew to turn on him in the scenario. And Scotty reprogrammed it in such a way that it allowed him to do something so insane, which would not work in reality, but did get him bumped to engineering, where he ended up where he wanted. Oh, maybe. Where, where some dude was just like, fuck it, and he blows up the the ship. Or the escape pod or whatever. I mean, what? Isn't that, like, in, in Wrath of Khan, like, they reveal that Kirk just hacked the test to make it a pot like a winnable scenario and that's yeah that's his way of asserting that there's no like there's no unsolvable problem is and that's like a major part of his personality right yep. isn't that only in like the new movies i thought no that is uh, also no, that was, yeah that was part of the original continuity that too. that is how kirk passed the kobayashi maru is technically t- he yeah. cheated they they uh show it happen in the new movies, but it was yeah. always part of his backstory in the original series. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen Wrath of Khan. I should fix that. It's always a good time to rewatch Wrath of Khan. 
makes me think of like the the idea of how a lot of DMs in like Dungeons and Dragons will do a, a a bad DM will do to challenge a paladin will do the thing of like oh you have to do this or you have to do this evil thing to to save someone ba 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 where a paladin's entire thing is like no you find the third way that no one that was not offered that is the right way yeah or you know like don't make your paladin's development be challenging their faith the entire time hot fucking take looping back around to common rider yui is with eri and eri seems to kind of be drifting in and out of going into a coma but then the alternative shows up which is dope because he's dope um but shinji's there and and shinji gets to intervene and be like you're not gonna murder yue yeah it's just like you might be right, but murder is bad. <laughs> yeah. Strong assertion. And then and then before we get back to that fight, Ren comes in and takes Ere so they can go to the beach to which goes back in with that flashback from before. Mm-hmm. And they there's use an, an extremely ins- cool musical theme during the sequence that's got like these great strings in the in the backing track. I really yeah. like which is good because otherwise, like he's grabbing his, he's stealing his girlfriend from the hospital and like ripping her IV out of her arm and stuff. And I'm like, what, what the fuck are you doing, man? Right. So like he's taking her to like relive like this moment that they shared together, and like I want to say like Ren is singing the insert song because that's a thing they sometimes do, but I did not <laughs> look it up enough to to say one way or another. So maybe. Oh, you meant, like, Ren's actor. Yes. I thought you meant, like, in-universe, he was actually singing the that, song. Okay, like, yeah, no, you know what? That's now my canon thought, is that in-universe, he was singing to oh, Ari the entire time. Ren definitely <laughs> looks like the sort of guy who has a band, you know? Okay. Uh, we're just, it's also not something I'm going to contemplate at this point in time. <laughs> I uh, mean, wears black and leather all the time, and this on... This weird motorcycle affectation. <laughs> like, he's definitely got a band. Yeah, so, but they're going to the beach to relive that moment. Ren's trying to reassure Ari that, like, yep, you might go into a coma again, but you'll wake up again. And Ari goes, well, you shouldn't be doing this for me. You know, do do things for you. Which and um, th- I advice. think that makes his arc slightly better. I stand by my note that I wrote. Yeah, no, it's... I mean, yeah, depending on what happens from here, but, like, she's, he's, like, absol- like she's giving him absolution, like, that yeah. he doesn't need to do this for her. Like, he, he doesn't owe her this. Like, this is for himself. Yeah. If he wants to keep doing it. Yeah, so, I'm pretty into it. Um, and then we cut to just Shinji being like, you know what? F you and you're sacrificing people. That's my new ideal right now. I'm anti-sacrifice. And it's like the mur- Yes, the murder of one might still save thousands, but you still become a murderer. And fuck yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, um, the alternative has a sweet-ass Excel vent card, which is dope. Just, I, I love the idea of just having haste in a bottle. Yeah, it's just like haste in card form. That does seem really powerful compared to a lot of the other characters' stuff. Like, it's a pretty dope card. But it doesn't matter because then Tiger just comes in and murders this dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, And Tiger's finisher is never not funny where it just, like, proceeds to claw someone and drag them across the ground. Is, Is that a thing Tigers actually do? I don't know, but it's a thing Common Rider Tiger does. <laughs> um, and Shinji's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, oh, just saw another person get killed in front of me. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. The alternative was um the, the angry revenge guy, Hajime. That's because... Um, they done... The, so far during the game... The game. So far during the show, they're like, oh, who's actually who? Who's alternative? Yeah. Who's Tiger? Yep. And also, this is like the one time where we see what happens to someone if you stick around in the mirror world without 
a common rider suit on, you evaporate pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and then we learn that um, Sato is Tiger, and um, he killed the guy because he doesn't want to kill Yue now. Yeah. So, like, because he doesn't want to kill, he killed the person who wants to do that. Because that's better somehow. <laughs> you don't want to murder anymore, which means you must be murdered. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the professor, who also has an alternative deck. And then we get to see Yue, who's disappearing in the real world. And then... um. Shiro and Odin are kind of just chilling in his in his mirror room in his mirror house that he has. <laughs> and then the stinger for this episode is uh, Takeshi's alive and in jail. He punches things. Uh, he's still mad, I guess. Yeah. And yes, then he would be like he tries to break out, and I think they catch him, and then they like double handcuff him to a cell as um, Reiko and uh, Kitaoka come. Yeah, they're going to come interview him about the mirror stuff, I guess. Yeah. And that was so, these So episodes. my notes... So, Civil, my notes for this episode include uh, the football episode of Adventure Time. Yeah, pointing that one out. Uh, and also, <laughs> you, you, you must want to murder or you will be murdered is uh, Wizard People Dear Readers. <laughs> so, you know, which everyone should watch if you haven't seen it. I don't. I, I you said a you said words in like a sentence that sounded like a thing, but I don't know what it is. Did we not? I could have sworn we watched Wizard People, dear readers, when we were hanging out at Aston last time. Did we not? Mm. Oh my god! That's was I so sleeping good. during it? Mm, no, you slept through the Fate movie. I think I did sleep through most of the Fate movie. It's an alternative audio. It's an alternative audio track for the first Harry Potter movie that makes it way better. Oh, that seems like a lot of effort. It's really, really good. Uh, okay, if you say so. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I will take your word for it. <laughs> I mean, I don't have, like, taste in things, so, like, I mean, I'll take I... your word for it. Well, hey, good. That's good, because I'm right. <laughs> And now I just want to be inclined to think you're wrong because you claimed you were right. <laughs> well, that's needlessly oppositionary. A little bit. Um. Anyway. Um. So I think I think this is an episode. Unless there's any yeah. other tangents or anything anybody has. I don't think so. Well, um, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm pretty good for today. Speak now or forever hold them to next episode. Yep. Yeah. Gonna um, do the last episode of Crowds next time? Don't don't put it on like on recording like that. The schedule is um a mysterious thing that works in fickle ways. It's true. Also we have to decide whether we're gonna do the last one and the director's cut at the same time or not, so I thought I thought they were separate entities. I thought you watch episode twelve and then you watch the well, OVA. I will watch them and tell you. Okay. Um, until then, though, um, we are a podcast on the internet at um, journeythroughthedeckacast.com, where there are links to um, like an RSS feed if you're old and use those, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, CastBox, Castro, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Stitcher. There's a Twitter button. Don't use Spotify, though. They suck. I mean, does... if you really want to listen to us on Spotify, that's fine. Why does Spotify suck now? I mean, just because they don't pay musical artists very much, I just think they suck. I mean, I agree with that, but isn't that any and all music services? I mean, from what I understand, they're particularly bad about it, but you know. Okay, well. I will feel bad when don't I they listen. Also pay, don't they also pay Joe Rogan, like, millions of dollars for his dumb bullshit? Yeah, but, like, they're allowed to make bad money decisions. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck that guy, though. I mean, I I will keep this in, in, in mind next time I just, like, listen to Inside on repeat. Inside? Have you watched the Bo Burnham special, Inside? No, I haven't. So good. It is oh so good. God. Okay. It's so good. As, as a teaser, 
go uh, look up his song "Welcome to the Internet." Oh, "Welcome to the Internet" so good. Okay. Though, I, though, I think I think problematic is like the sleeper hit. It's good. <laughs> you, you're not wrong, but I I I suggest "Welcome to the Internet." Uh, I suggest just watching the special. Yeah, well, it like if is if someone's not sure about it or like oh, I don't know maybe. I mean, like, I've okay. I've seen Bo Burnham stuff before and like yeah, it, just so. go watch the special. Yeah, it's basically what he did in quarantine, and it's amazing. Oh, it's I'm up sure for like that won't be depressing at all. Um, it, it depends where you are in it. I will probably I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, it's very I was good. Kind of planning on it, I just haven't made the time yet. I think it's up for like what, like six Emmys or something wild. Wow, it's a little nuts. It deserves at least a couple of them. Oh, the episode preview for next time also has like three cool suits in it, including another cool, another alternative. Yeah, yeah. The, I love the dude with like the the mask with the holes in it and the tubes coming out of his back. That's super cool. Oh, kind of like the Diesel Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only show it for like a couple frames, but that's that's my jam. It looks extremely like a Final Fantasy random encounter. That's pretty dope, though. And then the guy who looks like he's wearing, like, Loki armor or something. But yeah, lots of good designs next episode, apparently. Yep. And uh, until next time, we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that. Goodbye and good night. Watch Ava 4 if you haven't. It's really good. Oh, I mean, barely. I feel like I have to watch Ava 1 through 3 again because I don't remember any of it at this point. <laughs> I yeah. mean, hey. Re- rebuild is rebuild was a good project. It was worth the wait. Yeah, now now he's just doing like all the tokusatsu stuff. Yep, got those cleaned off his plate, so now he can focus on Shin everything. Yeah, where is my fucking Shin um, space sheriff? I don't. Does anyone still care enough about space sheriff for that Me. to happen? Me, I do. I care enough. Okay. Well, <laughs> send send Hideakiano a letter. Maybe I will. I, you might be able to. I don't know. I'll just add him on Twitter. <laughs> Does that he works. have a Twitter? I don't know. I don't think he actually has one. Okay. Well, maybe I'll write a letter then. <laughs>